0: What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Instant Reaction Podcast. Not much is good. I'm Rob Stats Carrera. <laughs> he is Levin Black. We are here after the NFC Championship game. Unfortunately, the 49ers lost 31-7, to and there is no more misleading final score in an NFC Championship game than 31-7. to But that's where we are, Levin. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> I don't think that's a very good question to ask, because... The way I want to answer it is not uh, kosher to say on YouTube.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Let me just say really quickly, uh, just a little housekeeping to go through here. I'm still working through things with Niners Nation and SB Nation. The podcast version of this show is going to go on the Niners Nation feed and the Gold Standard Podcast Network feed. So uh, you'll get it both places. Do not unfollow the Niners Nation podcast feed just yet. That is all I'm saying. Don't unfollow just yet. Okay. I'm gutted, man. And I'm gutted because it feels like this was taken from us, right? It's one thing if the 49ers went out and the Eagles just beat them, right? Niners just didn't play well, didn't turn the ball over, didn't score. That is not what we just saw. That is not what just took place. It feels like it was stolen from us. And I tweeted out, you know, if this was a, if I was playing Madden and this happened, I would have rage quit in the first quarter because I just could not believe. All of this stuff that kept happening.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Rage quitting. Uh, but first off, before we get into all the terrible stuff that just happened, I'm gonna say because I have it, so I might as well still drink it. Cheers to you. Cheers to this season matching the longest win streak in franchise history, if I'm not mistaken. And cheers to uh, the Gold Standard Network starting.
0: Amen. You know, and you know what? Like, look, I know it's sad, and we're gonna hurt today. I'm hurting. But when we look back at this season, we're going to feel differently than we feel right now.
1: Uh, Uh, Yes, but I knew you would say that because that's normally what's said. But I, I think we see differently on that. I don't look back on the, say, Super Bowl years and have much fond memories because any fond memories immediately followed by yeah but we freaking lost we didn't win the the super bowl like i I can't get past it like i can't go back and enjoy those years
0: and i understand that and i just want to address this really quick uh casey i I hope i'm saying your name right before i crush you on on youtube yeah i picked the eagles to win so what okay you can pick the eagles to win it doesn't mean i'm not a fan doesn't mean i wasn't rooting for the 49ers somebody asked me who i thought would win i picked the eagles yeah. Okay. What am I not? I'm supposed to be happy now. Cause I got to pick, right? Like, shut up with that. Shut up with that, man. I'm so sick of that. God damn it. Shut up. You think I'm not pissed that the 49ers lost just because I picked the Eagles to win. You think I'm throwing parades? Cause I picked the Eagles to win. Shut up. I'm so tired of people questioning my fandom because I don't pick the 49ers to win every single game and don't constantly compliment them. Like, shut up. I'm done with that. I'm just done with it, Levin.
1: Dang, you ranted even more than I was going to rant because I was wanting to start this show with my own rant. I was going to say, before I can get into anything else, I got to say, shame on the 49ers for the way they ended this game. They went to a level, a dirty, nasty level that I am not okay with. Trent Williams, especially a shame on you he should get a massive fine and I would be perfectly fine. I don't think it will happen, but I would be fine if he's suspended going into the next season. You don't get a choke slam somebody period. It was ugly. And I tweeted out right before that happened, I tweeted out, this is the ugliest
0: end to an NFC championship I've ever seen. And then that happened and made it even worse. You know, look, obviously emotions are high for the players, of course. And, but there's no excuse for that. And I don't know what was said when the, the two players were locked up, that Trent did that, but like, you can't, You just can't do that. Like somebody could get really hurt and you just can't do that. All right. I got to, let me decompress there. Sorry. There's so many
1: ways to go. Well, look, many bad avenues to go down. Christian McCaffrey
0: scored with eight minutes and 29 seconds left in the second quarter. And that was the last good thing that happened for the 49ers in the day. That was it. That was the last, literally everything after that point, it was just like straight downhill and it just kept snowballing for the 49ers. No momentum penalties on defense again and again and again it was that was it once cmc scored it was like well there's no reason for you to watch anymore 49ers
1: fans the way this quarterback position has been the last five years four legitimate really good teams i would argue at least three teams with legit arguments for being the best team in the league have been undone because of quarterback injuries it's just I can't take it anymore. I'm, I'm at a loss for words anymore about it because I'm dead inside over it. Like (laughs) I'm just numb at this point, you know. It's, it's tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. The fact that Brock Purdy got hurt, which by the way, I want to go on record. I think they all have it wrong. They keep saying, "Oh, he hurt his elbow because of the torque." He got hit as he was throwing, and the torque on the elbow. If you watch the follow through his elbow comes straight down on top of a helmet and the point of his elbow hits that helmet. And that's the area that they were addressing. I think he hit his elbow, the bone part dead on that helmet hard and it swelled up and it was affecting his ability to get feeling down to his fingers. So I want to go say that on record right now, because that was driving me nuts. That was like insult to injury that they were just continually saying, Oh, it's the torque on his elbow. It's torque. He wouldn't still be going out there and trying to throw. He wouldn't have a nerve issue. If it was the torque on his elbow, he would have a completely screwed up elbow.
0: Well, I think he does have a completely screwed up elbow. I mean, they were down 28-7, to 7 and they still weren't throwing the ball. Um, this is the stat I saw from Al, uh, Al Sacco of the 49ers Web Zone podcast, and I verified it. The Niners have had one quarterback start a full season since 2014. One, and it was Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019 when they went to the right. Super Bowl. They have had quarterback injuries every year since 2014, and it again, This game changed the whole game. The rest of the game was in. Forget about Josh Johnson getting into the concussion. That's a separate
1: thing. Once Brock went out, the whole game changed. I think the Niners win if Brock doesn't get hurt. I think you could see that the defense was able to hold. I think the defense lost their cool because they were trying too hard because they knew there was no quarterback there that was going to be able to put up points, and they had to do everything they could to try to get a turnover and score themselves. I think that's why the defense got undisciplined. They started having a bunch of penalties. Didn't help that the referees were seeming to call it differently, depending on what team had the ball. Like that's another aspect to go down. Like this might be the worst ref uh, championship game there's ever been. Like this was a terrible refing. And Perea, if you're going to be on, have the okay. balls to call it like it is. Perea Hi, Pereira. Pereira. Yeah, you know, Pereira. Have the <laughs> balls to say it like it is because that's why you're there. Quit going. Ah, oh, I see how the refs could call. No, you know how many calls yeah. were well, just bad calls, and he wouldn't say it, like the uh, roughing the kicker or the punter.
0: Oh my god, he the was literally
1: held, grabbed, thrown into the air, and then pushed into the punter. That is not a penalty. Yeah, and for Pereira to say, "Well, he hit him with such force, he
0: was pushed into him," and he was hit the plan
1: Yeah,
0: it was, and that was that. Really, I felt like took the last bit of life from the defense after that. I really thought that they were like, well, we still you know, we've got this slim glimmer of a chance so we're not going to totally give up yet, but then once that play happened and the 49ers just that was it that took it Uh, and then the Eagles went on to score the touchdown to make it 28 to seven and then after that it was just a comedy of errors Um, but that was it that penalty and you know, early in the game, I was ripping on the 49ers defense because a lot of the penalties that the that the refs called, like they were face mask penalties. Like, of course, the refs have to call those. But then later on, it got a little dicey and I couldn't defend the officials as much. All told, 11 penalties in the game for the 49ers, 81 yards. And the 81 can't do yards that and doesn't win.
1: do it justice because there were what, five or six first downs drives extended for the Eagles because of those penalties. I'm not saying the reffing was the reason they lost, but it was certainly one of the reasons. Like, the reffing was not good. The quarterback got hurt. The backup quarterback got hurt. (laughs) And then the team lost their composure. Like, it was just one thing after another.
0: 17, or excuse me, seven first downs via penalties for the Eagles in the game. And it sucks. Like I said, I feel like it was stolen from us. I really, really do. We, we... It just wasn't a fair fight. Like you can't, you can't show up when your quarterback gets hurt that early. You just, what are you going to do? And, uh, it, it's terrible. Cause this was probably the best 49ers team of my lifetime. Well, actually, I should take that back other than the 94 championship team. This was the best 49ers team of my lifetime, even with Brock Purdy. And they never, we never got a full shot. And now, uh, you know, and, and I want to say this too. The Eagles do not have to apologize for this. I know that's going to make a lot of 49er fans mad. The Eagles don't have to, you know, apologize for being in the Super Bowl. They're allowed to be happy after the game. I know some of you are like, oh, you beat our fifth string quarterback. Yeah, that's not that great. Like, they don't have to apologize. They don't have to give it back. The game still counts. They didn't do anything dirty to injure 49ers players. So I just want to say that, too.
1: You know, there was no fifth string quarterback. And honestly, I hadn't thought about this till just now. There was no fifth string quarterback. Well, one, because you're not going to find anybody worthwhile. Two, because they were holding on to the hope that Jimmy Garoppolo would get healthy. If Jimmy Garoppolo, they hadn't held that roster spot for him, it probably would have gone to a third quarterback. <sighs> not that I blame him. Blame, I don't blame the team for doing that. But, like, who are you going to get? Right.
0: And I know people are going to be like, well, someone that literally was capable of throwing the ball, and I guess that's a fair point. Um, Okay, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Lucky 87 watching on YouTube. Time to move on from Shanahan. Are you drunk? Are you out of your mind? They were in the NFC Championship game with their third-string quarterback who was the rookie of the last pick in the draft, and your takeaway from this game is move on from Kyle Shanahan? I'm sorry. You don't understand how football works. I might have to ban
1: you. I might have to ban you from the show. You're going to have to ban a lot of people because I'm seeing that comment. A lot. That's absurd. Now, I, okay, two things. One, that is absurd. We're not moving on from Kyle. Kyle's a good coach, but Kyle does share a good bit of the blame for this what? game, in my opinion. Okay. Please explain that to me. First off, when a player gets up on a miraculous catch and is literally saying, go no huddle, I didn't catch it. Oh Challenge the dang God. play. Are, like, real, they tied it up after that. They tied it up after that. That's what you're going to get on Kyle for? Come on. that That's bad. Just because they tied it up after that. I'm not saying that lost in the game, but that was a bad coaching. Now, on top of that, I think it was bad coaching on the play that pretty got hurt. You don't block Hassan Reddick with a backup tight end. You don't. The guy had 16 sacks this season. He has like, what, I think like 50 sacks in the last three seasons. Something crazy like that. Like. You don't block Hassan Riddick with a backup tight end, and you don't especially do that and have the quarterbacks first reads to the opposite side of the field where Hassan Riddick's getting a free shot to the blind side. I'm not saying he's to blame that he got hurt. I'm just saying that's a really stupid call. that puts your quarterback in the line of fire, and if you do it often enough, your quarterback will get hurt. It just sucks that he did get hurt in this instance. I mean, yeah,
0: okay. That would not be my ideal choice to block Riddick. But, like, again – that is such a, I feel like that's such looking back at it with hindsight. Like, you would not be criticizing Kyle Shanahan for that if Rock Perry doesn't get hurt.
1: Come on. If it was a sack, I would still be criticizing him. You don't block me. He was the guy we talked about it in the preview. Hassan Reddick was the guy because he's the speed one. He has as much speed as any pass rusher has in the league. He is Micah Parsons level. You don't block him with the backup tight end. That is the one guy you don't do that with.
0: I mean, I agree on that specific play, but, like, again, if those are your two big dings on Kyle Shanahan, that he didn't challenge a play in the first quarter on a bobbled catch when the Eagles hurried up, or that he blocked Hassan Redick with a tight end, like, I really, again, I really don't think we can get on Kyle Shanahan too much, and I'm seeing a lot of people say, oh, Kyle has gotten every quarterback hurt, guys. Like, what? Uh, maybe that's sarcastic, a violent XRP, and if it is, congratulations, but, like, Again, this is a fluke thing. The Niners haven't had a quarterback start and finish a season since 2014. They've had one. Jimmy
1: Garoppolo, that is it. So that predates Kyle Shanahan. So what are we doing here? I I do think at some point there needs to be a conversation. I don't know if I'm ready to go there. It's going to probably take some decompressing in the offseason to decide. But at some point, when the same thing keeps happening to the same position, you got to wonder how much of it is scheme-based. When you have Jimmy Garoppolo getting hurt, okay, you can say Jimmy Garoppolo is injury prone. Well, then how did C.J. Beathard get hurt? Because he got hurt, too. How did Nick Mullins get hurt? Because he got hurt, too. How did Brock Purdy get hurt? Because he got hurt, too. Trey Lance got hurt. Like, at some point, you got to look at the coaching. I don't know if I'm there yet, but those are different quarterbacks. You can't just say, like, the running backs, oh, well, they're undersized. That's, you know, they're smaller. That's why they get hurt so much. No, Trey Lance is a big guy. Jimmy Garoppolo is a normal-sized quarterback. Like, (laughs) At some point, you have to look and go, there's too much variance amongst these quarterbacks, and there's an extreme consistency for injuries.
0: But, like, I just think that's – Brock Purdy's elbow can only bend a certain way. Right. That's not Kyle Shanahan's fault. Like, again, I, I, we look to blame somebody in these situations, right, because the 49ers lost their their quarterback in this game, and it sucks because they got – the whole game was basically a waste. It was just a slog after that. And yeah. we feel like we were robbed. And I get that feeling. I
1: totally get that feeling. Not, not just robbed of winning, robbed of having a chance of winning. Yes,
0: that's that, it. robbed that's, of that's having what a chance.
1: with me. Robbed literally within, in the first quarter, I told my wife, this is over. It would take an absolute miracle, biggest upsets ever for the 49ers to win. And I sat there, well, raging on Twitter, but sat there pretty much emotionless on my <laughs> couch in terms of like, I didn't yell once in this game at all. Well, the fumble, the fumble by Josh Johnson, I, I yelled, Are you blanking? Right. Me?
0: I literally didn't even see it because I was writing, I was ready to praise Kyle Shanahan for going for it. Which, by the way, David Lombardi, let me get this comment off the screen real quick. I'll get yeah. back to that. Yeah. David Lombardi, what the hell are you talking about? Criticizing Kyle Shanahan for going for it when the Niners had the ball at the end of the first half with all their timeouts down seven like what are we doing here what's he supposed to just give up the rest of the half just because josh johnson is in there again it wasn't hey, the josh spreadsheet
1: johnson says what the spreadsheet says
0: Okay, <laughs> it wasn't josh johnson like making a dumb read right not seeing the robber defender or josh johnson like doing something that a regular quarterback would do. He missed the snap. I think it's okay for Kyle Shanahan to assume that whatever yeah. quarterback is in there is capable of catching a shotgun snap, like to get on Shanahan for that is absurd. And it, to me, it,
1: Mr. Facts over feelings was in his feelings on that one. He he missed the ball twice on that play. Cause even yeah. when he dove on the ball, he got both hands on the ball before anybody else is there. And he didn't manage to come away with it. Like, Hopefully it, Josh, this is the last go around with Josh Johnson. on this <laughs> team. I mean, look,
0: that kind of points to Brock Purdy, right? Like Brock, Josh was rattled. I think he was in oh, over yeah. his head. He was rattled. Oh, yeah. If you looked, he was only thrown first level every time. Check
1: down underneath, underneath, underneath.
0: It was too big for him. And it would be too big for a lot of people, by the way.
1: This isn't jo- Josh on had Josh the look Johnson of a guy right? saying, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed <laughs> to just be collecting my check. Shawshank Redemption.
0: I'm not supposed to be here. There's been a mistake. Uh, yeah, like it's come on. I'm not going to get on Josh Johnson. Like nobody was in a good spot. Now, let me see if I can find that comment that we had before. Oh, yeah, here it is from Chris Lee. Defense took a dump today of all days. No, they didn't. Okay. Like, no, they didn't. I, the, the penalties are bad. I'll give you that. But like, go back and look at the numbers. The Eagles were five of 15 on third down. The Eagles had 269 total yards. They averaged. yards per play. The defense didn't have a bad game. They were put in an impossible situation. And eventually, yeah, it got away from them through no fault of, well, through some fault of their own. But it got away from them at the end. That's why I said the 31 to 7 score is massively misleading.
1: Right. I mean, I, I don't know what it ended up to him at possession. But I know at one point the Eagles had like 19 minutes in the first half.
0: Yeah, it was 19-11, to 11, I think, in the first half. It ended up Eagles 37-26. Yeah. Niners had the ball for 22-34. Any,
1: any team getting 37 minutes of possession and they're up, they're going to be able to run on that defense.
0: I, I mean, I can't believe this. More comments. Drell, I think Kyle's scheme has too much from the quarterback on offensive line. It puts his guys in the line of fire, and that's, all, that's why all our quarterbacks get hurt. Have to blame the scheme here for Purdy injury. That's absurd! He's asking his quarterbacks to drop back and throw. Nobody has an easier scheme for quarterbacks than Kyle Shanahan. Isn't that what everybody says, right? He can play anybody. You throw anybody in there. Stop it. Guys get hurt because guys get hurt. Stop doing this. Stop it.
1: Like I said, I think there should be a look into it about why so many quarterbacks get hurt for him. Because the game is a violent game. I mean,
0: come on. The 49ers had their quarterback in hurt in 2015 and 2016 before Kyle Shanahan ever got there. So, like, I just stop it. Uh, Niner Graff says, when the Niners lose like this, does Michelle still drink sad mimosas? I need a lighthearted moment. I'm pretty sure M- Michelle drinks mimosas at all moments. They call her Mimosa Michelle for a reason. That's all I'm going to say.
1: I mean, after a loss like this, I would hope it's a little stronger than a mimosa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well her mimosas are 98% champagne anyway huh. so uh, I'd like to address this Sir spranked on Twitch 0-15 oh, after playing the Niners yeah that could still happen by the way the Eagles could still yeah. lose and it was also the week after playing the 49ers and the Eagles obviously have two weeks off so self-owned. there those are rare oh you know okay we can get to this now um, and I know we're going to talk about it a lot but This win throws a huge monkey wrench into the 49ers quarterback situation. Number one, we don't know what Brock's injury is. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea how severe it is. If it's a UCL injury and he needs Tommy John surgery, he may not be ready for the start of the year next year. That's a long-term injury. That's a major injury. It could be less. I don't know.
1: We, I don't know. If it's that, uh, I I would say... He's never going to be the answer because arm strength was already one of his questions. And if that's what he has, UCL, I don't see him coming back with enough arm strength. And by the way, it wouldn't just be the start of next year, it would be pretty much all of next year. Right. So then
0: do the 49ers say, hey, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy's injured. It's your show. Go get him.
1: Yeah, it was going to be your show the whole time. Or
0: does this open the door for Tom Brady next yeah, year? I and saw again, that. I realize that we have a lot of time to talk about it, but I'm just saying this changes everything. Because, again, like, remember, it was like, oh, Brock gets the Niners of the Super Bowl. He's the quarterback. Well, he never got the chance to like that didn't happen. So we don't know. It's just this quarterback situation for the Niners, because you could see the justification. Right. Look, we haven't had a quarterback stay healthy ever. We're going to get literally the quarterback that never freaking gets hurt. We're going to get that guy. And, oh, by the way, it's Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. We're done with quarterback injuries. We're done with losing in the NFC Championship game. We're going to get 12, and we're going to go get him. That may be the justification. And, again, I'm not saying that happens. I don't want that to happen. P.S. I would rather see Trey Lance get the ball. But everything is on the table right now.
1: That's what I want.
0: There you go. The Trey jersey.
1: (laughs) Not just because I bought a jersey and I want to be able to dang wear it. But, (laughs) uh, no, like – I think going for Brady is a mistake. You got Purdy and you got Lance. Both of them, I have confidence. I think both of them are more likely than not to pan out, assuming Purdy doesn't have a major injury. I, I like both of their chances of being a good quarterback. So I think you go into next season and you let them battle it out. And if you get an injury again next season, you got another one to plug in that has potential. You know what I mean? Like, I, just, I don't see a reason to go out and sign a vet.
0: I think they're going to sign somebody uh, Waltany one-on-one watching on my Twitch page at stats on fire. Come on stats. You know what this means? Jimmy G forever.
1: If they um, had won, Jimmy G would possibly be starting the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Jason Waltz watching on YouTube. How about we go get Aaron Rodgers? I think that's on the table too. I think everything is on the table. And I thought that, you know, before this whole happened, I thought that as soon as Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt and now who the hell knows. And again, I, I understand we have a long way to go. We're going to talk about this a lot. But I just wanted to bring, up, bring it up now in the immediate aftermath because it, uh, it's a factor. And sometimes losses like this cause coaches to make rash decisions or make decisions that they weren't planning on making. I think that when the Rams got Matthew Stafford, Kyle Shanahan was like, all right, we got to do something. I can't, I can't take it anymore. And then, boom, they make the trade up to number three in the draft. Situations like this, moments like this, change everything and i think we're there with the 49ers quarterback situation
1: i guess we'll find out i can't see aaron Rodgers happening because it's going to take something to acquire him and what do the 49ers have to trade because it future first
0: round draft picks
1: (laughs) it at least seems at this point that the packers are high on jordan love because there's been a lot of talk the last couple months that they're jordan loves ready and all this stuff so it seems like there is confidence in that building. I, w- I would have argued if there isn't confidence, then maybe you can trade Trey Lance to get Aaron Rodgers. But it seems like they have confidence in Jordan Love. So what do the 49ers have to trade? How do the 49ers afford him to begin with, which is another issue with the Tom Brady situation? Yep. I, just, I, I don't see how it works to go out and get an expensive vet.
0: Well, the 49ers are going to look a lot different next year. Here's some of the free agents. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Ward, Mike McGlinchey, Emmanuel Mosley, Aziz Alshire, Charles Amenehu, Samson Ebukam, Brunskill, Hassan Ridgway, Jawan Jennings, Robbie Gold. This, this team's going to look different next year, which is another reason that today sucks. Because they were so good. And they're not all going to be back next year. And this team is going to be different. And you wanted to see this group of guys pull it off. And they were on their way until Brock Purdy freaking got hurt. They were on their way. And now, not.
1: So, uh, it's actually kind of funny because I was going to go the opposite way. I don't see a lot of needs for this team in the offseason. You have Emmanuel Mosley. I think he'll come back because the injury kind of kills his offseason market, I think. Outside of that, you need to go find a safety. Because I don't think Jimmy Ward is coming back. You can read between the lines with his comments saying, like, leave Lenore in one position and give a guy a chance to flourish. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's happy about being the nickel. I don't think he's coming back. And you have potentially a right tackle you have to find if they don't sign McGlinchey. I'd be willing to re-sign McGlinchey. He did have his best season. I'm just not going to break the bank for him. Uh, but they really don't have any, like, they got to fix this position. They don't have any glaring holes. And I do think that they can probably bring back Deshaun Gibson on the cheap. He kind of had a career year. I mean, he had, he had another really good year in his career, but most of his career has been backup or middling. He had five interceptions. I think you could probably bring him back on the cheap and then maybe draft somebody young and see if they can come in because I think you probably would prefer to have a fast option next to Hufanga, who's not fast. But I, I don't see them having a whole lot of big, big needs. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's, uh, the, I would argue at this point, he's probably third string. If all three were brought back. Oh
0: man. And you know, we can get into this game a little more cause I don't want to gloss over the actual game itself. Nick Wagoner from ESPN 49ers finished the season, a perfect 15 and O when they won or tied the turnover battle and zero and five when they lost it. Of course they lost it today. I don't know about that. I mean, I think the team is going to look different next year. I'm trying to keep an eye on Twitter. Uh, to see the post game comments, I'm sure there's going to be a ton. I'm sure Kyle Shanahan is going to be uh, mad about the officiating. Um, oh, yeah.
1: I mean, he was he was mad, not just a couple times. He was pretty much <laughs> mad every couple minutes in the game. He was losing his mind over some call. Losing his
0: mind, he went full hardball in this game. Yeah, yeah. And but I almost wonder, like, it's hard to get to the NFC Championship game, obviously you have to keep climbing that mountain every single year. But I almost wonder if the nature of this loss changes that for the 49ers. I think last year's NFC championship game loss was way harder to take than this year. Last year, the 49ers offense didn't gain a positive yard. The last like 10 minutes of the game, not a single positive yard. Okay. This while that may also be true in this game, actually, I'm not sure, but it's totally different once Brock goes down, right? Because, I don't know. Does it take the sting out of the loss at all? I don't know. What do you
1: think? No, not really. I, I think the future is very bright. Uh, I, I think if it changes anything in a big way, I do think it would come with somebody like Brady. Because the one thing that I could see changing things in a big way is if Shanahan, like you mentioned, just says, I have a championship team. I'm getting this reputation of not being able to get over the big one. I am sick of it. I am sick of having my team's fate rest in these young players who may or may not be good enough. I don't want the unknown. I'm going for the sure thing.
0: Could that happen?
1: Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? I think it's extremely, extremely doubtful.
0: A lot of Eagles fans in the chat trying to troll, which, like, if my team goes to the Super Bowl, the last thing I'm going to do is jump in an opposing team's post-game show and troll them like go
1: celebrate and be happy they're at least better than some because right before we went on i was getting somebody pulled a receipt from back when we played the (laughs) commanders
0: and they were like
1: bragging hey at least we beat the eagles this year like you didn't even make the playoffs you've literally not been relevant in two decades your owner is going to be selling the team you don't have a quarterback like what are we doing here? So at least the Philly fans are better than that.
0: <laughs> I, I would be celebrating. I wouldn't be trolling other people. Um, and I just want to say, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. I got into a little Twitter spat with somebody, but you know what? I'm not going to call them out because I don't want to give them any more of my time. <laughs> Let's just say somebody who's known for post game ants and pretty much nothing else. Cause you're a one trick pony. Don't try and come at me and don't try and come at me and lie. You're going to tell somebody
1: else say. to shut up. We're getting we get a second one of those.
0: <laughs> I didn't that kind of rage. Yeah, man. I don't know. Man, the Eagles fans are taking over the chat. Um, That's fine. It, it was just not the 49ers day, man. The football gods. What did I say to you before we a couple weeks ago or, or maybe it was last week? They all bleed together. You need a lot of stuff to go your way to get to and win a Super Bowl. Stuff that's out of your control. And none of that really went the 49ers way this year, and they were still defying the odds. And that just continued today. And we saw it with the Brock Purdy injury. We saw it with Nick Bosa getting injured, standing on the sideline. Like, what? it just was
1: not our year this year. I think that might be the lowest first quarter I've ever gotten (laughs) Because, like, two of them made it back in the game but literally within like the first 15 minutes of the game being on, I'm not talking about game time, but 15 minutes of the game being on, you got the dropped pass that didn't get challenged and thus stood and ended up getting them a touchdown. Then you had Warner get hurt. Then you had Boza. Then you had uh, Purdy. It was just like, what is even going on?
0: Gameplan.exe on Twitch. I'm here for all the fights Rob can get into fight them all. Rob, look, there are days when I want to fight everybody. I,
1: the fight's out of me today really? except for a couple of really, occasions rob i've never seen that side of you
0: well i mean i mean my...
1: literally the most i've ever seen you go off was just at the start of this show yeah saying the have... word shut up like 15 times in 30 seconds
0: i have no tolerance like i have no tolerance because i'm tired of people questioning my fandom i'm tired of people yeah. saying that you're not a real fan if you don't Just wave the pom-poms and cheer for the 49ers and never look at anything critically and think everything is great all the time. I'm tired of it. So I had to just get it off my chest. That's all. And stop trying to rile me up again, by the way. Don't think I don't see what you're doing.
1: Hey, it's good because normally I'm the one that loses my cool in terms of that stuff. Like I definitely rant. Uh, I mean, you see that in games if you pay attention to any (laughs) of my social media. Like That's what social media became for me. It became... I'm going to rant in this post so that I'm not a maniac in my own house.
0: Glass city. I'm so sick of being the third best team. I think we're all here for that. Um, This comment, San Fran fan, 8,008 49ers imploded. I get the frustration, but they didn't help themselves with all the penalties. It's hundred percent true. And you know, D'Amico Ryan's got a lot of flowers and I get that, but generally when teams have penalties, we go to coaching. And so D'Amico Ryan's, has to get a little bit of the blame like why couldn't he settle these guys down a little bit
1: I think they were pressing because they knew they had to like I said yeah. the offense wasn't going to get it I think you saw that the best example would be the Hufanga late hit where he's just chasing him down and he pushes him out of bounds you know what I mean that he's was just, really bad just he could have got
0: really hurt on that
1: for the cliche way they tried too hard once they knew we don't have a quarterback we're going to have to score enough points to win this game. They started trying too hard, and that led to penalties.
0: Yeah, it was it was ugly. Like, the whole day was ugly.
1: That pass at the
0: end where Christian McCaffrey throws the ball, and there's nobody there down the field except John Lynch, who's out of bounds, and it's just the TV shot is just John Lynch on the sideline with the ball mm-hmm. on the ground. Like, it just symbolized the day for the 49ers. It's just... It's gut-wrenching. It is absolutely gut-wrenching because, like I said at the top of the show, it feels like it was stolen from us. The chance to go to the Super Bowl was stolen from the 49ers.
1: Yeah, not that it was stolen and the Eagles didn't deserve to win. Uh, So for all the Eagles fans in our chat, which, by the way, thanks for giving us views. Appreciate it. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) We'll take it. Uh, We're not saying it was the Eagles stealing. It's just, you know, the football gods, if you want to put it. We didn't even have a chance because literally halfway through the first quarter, we knew it was over. People might not would might want to pretend. Oh, it's only seven seven. You know, winning without a quarterback.
0: Kyle well, Shannon has begun to speak from the podium. Do we know the severity of Brock Purdy's injury? "Quote: No, we don't. We have to get an MRI. He couldn't throw. We wouldn't. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone back in if he didn't have to." I know a lot of people were saying, oh, you should have had McCaffrey back there throwing the ball. And Michelle was texting me like, why isn't Shanahan at least trying something with somebody? I get that. But I think I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. At that point, it's it's lost. Did he have anything to lose? No. And so if you want to get on him, okay. But I just, it's a different, I don't know. I just can't get too worked up about that.
1: Yeah, just checking Twitter to see if there's anything there. I'm not really seeing... Anything groundbreaking, just Kyle Shanahan talking about how disappointing it is and all that minutia. Nothing really groundbreaking. I don't expect anything groundbreaking to come of this press conference. You know, it was uh oh who was it? It was somebody responding to Rich Eyes another national media asking, Do you think anybody in the media has the balls to ask Shanahan, who's his quarterback next year? We're not getting a question like that. We're not getting any question like that. It's all about injuries, penalties, and just losing.
0: Uh, More from Kyle Shanahan. That opening drive, we lost our quarterback. We were inspired watching our defense. We felt down two scores. We could run and generate enough on offense and maybe get a turnover. He's right. Like As bad as it went, when Josh Johnson was in there, my thought was, and what I kept telling my son, who was just like, just kicked in the stomach he just looked Mm -hmm. awful i kept telling him like this is only a two score game we get a turnover we're right back in it they fumble a punt or a kickoff or something like we were right back in it at that point that's what i kept hoping for but then once you got that that block or not the block punt the the roughing the punter penalty that was it
1: yeah uh, i mean the only time i cheered in this game was when christian mccaffrey broke like 80 billion tackles on <laughs> the way to the so end zone. Good. Uh, but yeah, that was the one time uh, I actually audibly yelled and scared my two-year-old. <laughs> so
0: I was home alone at that point, And I literally like my voice hurts. Cause I screamed so loud and there was an expletive in there. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that was literally the last time I, I mean, she was literally
1: like scared. cuddling on my chest and it caught me off guard. Uh, Cause I didn't expect him to go. And then suddenly he broke into the open field and yeah, uh, always fun to have a touchdown. You're wanting to celebrate, but your two-year-old's crying. <laughs>
0: the more notes from Twitter. Now Josh Johnson was quietly one of the first players to leave the 49ers locker room. Again, did he play well? No, he did not. Can you expect anybody in that spot to play? Well, not really. Now you can get on him for dropping the snap. Cause I do expect anybody in that sna- in that spot to catch the snap, but he's got to feel just awful. Right. I mean, you know, just how he, you can he see probably, it on the
1: sideline before the con- probably, concussion. Yeah.
0: Like he feels it. like he let him down. Yeah. And I don't blame him.
1: So I'm I'm gonna jump uh, on here and post a comment here because I think this is an interesting one. You talked about the team looking different. That's how the team will look the most different. Because I think D'Amico Ryan's is gone and Vic Fangio is also not an option because he went to the Dolphins earlier today. Right. Yeah, though no, that's that's gonna be a fact. Like, I one. honestly I don't know. Like Vic Fangio was the backup plan. So I don't know what the options are now.
0: Uh, But I don't think the 49ers will ever have a bad defensive coordinator because Kyle Shanahan knows defense. He grew up learning defense from Mike Tomlin and Monty Kiffin. He would go in the defensive meeting rooms. So he's going to know if some defensive coordinator goes in there and tries to sell a bunch of bull. He's going to know. And if you look, Robert Sala, good defensive coordinator. D'Amico Ryan's great defensive coordinator. So I I
1: don't know who it's going to be. I agree with you, but I'm not worried. I would say I'm not worried, but I do think that he's probably going to go with inexperience because it's worked. And because like you said, he can help out so much that somebody that has a great mind, but not necessarily the experience you're looking for. He's more likely to pull the trigger on that because he just wants somebody that's smart enough that can hold it down during the game, basically. Cause during the week, Kyle's going to be able to help out. So I think we'll probably end up seeing somebody that has not been a defensive coordinator before. Could be wrong, but could be
0: James watching on YouTube. Let's go 49ers balls out 2024. What about 2023? Don't just give away a year. Come on now. I'm, I'm down, but I'm not that down. I guess he's assuming we'll be in the playoffs. Sam Fran fan, 8,008. Again, McCaffrey was the only offense after Purdy went out. I get it. Purdy's hurt, but Shannon had no plan. The offense was garbage. I mean, he, we don't know what the offense was going to be because Josh Johnson got in. They were going for it at the end of the half. First down, he hits Debo on a nice slant play. They get the first down, they're rolling, they're hurrying up. They're going to go for it. Right. And then he fumbled and then it became a two score game. And that changes everything. It changed everything.
1: Man, it's. True. Th- th- this was a team. You didn't know how well they would be able to come back from a double-digit deficit on the road to begin with. But once Purdy went out, you knew the answer, and the answer was not a good one.
0: <laughs> uh, PJS watching on YouTube. Nick Bosa wasn't a factor. Big-time player did Did we not see Nick Bosa almost get a safety? Yeah. working down by the goal line, played
1: the option, amazing, completely destroyed players and made a play. And then and got limited Hur- hurts ability to to go running because there were multiple times. He pulled off his pass rush. I yep. called it out on the broadcast that he didn't dive inside trying to go for the sack, but instead stayed home, stayed and kept the contain so that hurts couldn't go and get a bunch of rushing yards. I
0: thought that the 49ers defensive line did an awesome job on Jalen hurts in this game awesome job defending the option, awesome job defending the scramble. You saw multiple players change their angle when they were pursuing Jalen Hurts to prevent him from making big scrambling plays. I thought it was the best job they've ever done against a mobile quarterback.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I I don't think there's too much you can really nitpick from the defense. The penalties overall, if you want to say, like, who played bad, I, I think the only thing you could really nitpick is the linebackers had times when they were just, like, I don't know if they got fooled.
0: They were frozen. What?
1: Right? Where they were literally frozen. Like, you know, they had that Fred Warner play where, like, he literally doesn't move for two seconds after the snap. Yeah. <laughs> literally, is standing still. And I saw a tweet saying uh, his, his controller disconnected. <laughs> that's great. <'cause> that's exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> that's what it. There you go. That's what it looked like. It wasn't just that he kind of like slowly moved. He literally didn't even turn. He's just staring straight ahead, and the ball's way over here.
0: Um, I I can't see the comment because it's a video he Kyle explained why he didn't challenge Devontae Smith's catch in the first quarter if anybody has seen that can you throw it in the chat uh because I can't play the video and do this at the same time um but again I I think that was it a big play yes because that was a fourth down play and so if they challenge that they're going to win the challenge and then the Niners get the ball but again they did tie it up after that and I just It was a first-quarter play. Yes, it was a bad decision, but I think people are overstating it because how the rest of the game turned out.
1: Uh, I don't think so because it got stated pretty big in the moment. Like It was stated pretty big in the moment that when you have a player getting up, literally sprinting to his team, no huddle, no huddle, no huddle, that's a pretty clear sign. Just challenge the play. Now, you're not going to challenge some five-yard pass, but that was – a fourth down, it's a guaranteed you get the ball. It is worth challenging in that scenario.
0: But how do you know that Smith's not doing that just to mess with you? Like, you can't just go by the reactions have of other seen players before. Doesn't mean it's not true. You got to go by what you see and by what your people are being told. And oh, by the way, the NFL actually could have initiated a review on that. And they didn't, too. So right. it's not I, just on Kyle Shanahan.
1: Y- your old boss had a great tweet about that saying that you know you, you can't tell me that they didn't they didn't see the angles in time, which is what the broadcast said. the NFL has their own angles. They see every camera at all times. They don't have to wait on TV to pull it up. They literally have all of them at all times. They saw it and chose not to make a potentially game altering you know right. they, that's what they did. They made a business decision. They didn't want to right away at the start of the game, signal in and say, hey, New York made a call here and took away a big conversion that was going to lead potentially to a touchdown at the very least points. They didn't want to do that.
0: I agree with you. And just because you review it, by the way, doesn't mean you have to overturn it. You would think the NFL would just err on the side of caution and review it. That did not happen. Sign me to nine. Says that play was too early in the game to challenge. I don't know that I agree with that. It's never too
1: early. When a play needs challenge, (laughs) it needs challenge. Now, like I said, you got to factor in what it means for the game. You know, if it's third and one and they have a dropped pass, I might not challenge if it was like say a three yard gain that got them the first down. I might not challenge because they're still gonna go forward on fourth down. But that right. was a fourth and three that they got twenty nine yards on, got it pretty much right down to the goal line. That is something you challenge, whether it's the first or I guess the fourth play in the game or not.
0: I really I really would like to hear his explanation on that.
1: Um I'm sure it's we didn't see it because they, they didn't show a good replay. They not, it took a while to get a good replay. A good replay, which drives me nuts, by the way. That is a pet peeve of mine because I have literally, not for the NFL, but for the NBA, sat in the room and controlled one of the video replay. You know, I sat there and done the dial back and forth and controlled it. I know how that works for the NBA, and it's the same as the NFL. Like, they can pull them up. It's There's a game director, a person who sits in a truck, and chooses what camera is being shown when and he's calling out the shots pull up this pull up that right he he didn't call for enough replays and that drives me nuts i don't need to see the sideline if it is something that could be a play that might be challenged or just a big play show me multiple angles right away i don't need to see sideline reactions i don't need to see <laughs> the coaches reacting show multiple replays
0: Ben Richards watching on Twitch made this point. They allowed enough time for the Eagles to challenge the play that Brock got hurt on. I don't know. Like, I mean, I know Sirianni was literally, like, running onto the field. Um, It did seem like the refs were holding up the game. I don't, like, I'm not sure quite all the details there. Was Sirianni talking with the officials at that time? But the ref was literally standing over the ball at it, one it point. It wouldn't matter.
1: Purdy got hurt. How fast can you run a play?
0: Right. That's true, too. Well, I mean, maybe he could have just done what, what he did oh i'm of the hurt game.
1: i think it was a fumble because he probably doesn't know in the moment yeah you know what i mean it, that's one of those things that the quarterback's not really a very reliable person for that because it's too hard to tell for them because in their mind they've already decided pass it so it's hard for them to tell when their arm is technically going forward and not just going back but yeah sorry,
0: sorry for the youtube audience but you can't see our face because this is a good quote It's a tough block on on the play. Purdy was hurt, Shanahan said. It's a tough block, but all play actions are tight ends versus edge rushers. They had us on on a number of those today, too. You hope you can step up on it, which you usually do. It was going. B.A. had beat him. It was going to be a big play. That was Shanahan's explanation on the play that Brock Purdy got hurt and why Reddick was being blocked by someone not wearing a number in the 60s or 70s. Or 50s is also allowed. Thank you very much. That's true. Olin Krutz was the center. He wore a number in the 50s. Um, that's that's what this game is going to be, the story of what could have been, right? That right. play could have been a big play. What could have been? It's the Ross game that didn't get hurt.
1: It's the game that wasn't a game. Yep. That's what this will be. This you, was the game that didn't get to be a game.
0: You replay that game a hundred times. It never goes like that again. Right. Never. But. That's the nature of the bit That's the business we've chosen to go godfather on you. That's how it rolls in the playoffs. The single elimination, one game, anything can happen. Same thing could happen to the Eagles next week. We have no, you know, we
1: have no idea. Can, can I just say this? For once, can it happen to the other team instead of us? Just once? Right. <laughs> Like, I don't wish injuries on the other team, but if some team has to deal with a ridiculous amount of injuries or their quarterback, especially getting injured, can it just be the other team for once, please? You're 100% right.
0: <laughs> just not us, for the love of God. We, we've one... had
1: our share, okay? Where's the karma? We've been okay. waiting five years for karma.
0: Can I just have, if I could wish one thing next year, whoever the starting quarterback is, can they start and finish every game, please? Can I just have that one thing no. for next year?
1: I, I will settle for start and finish 12 games and then it's healthy for the entire playoff. <laughs> You're not even going like, to ask. I'm willing to barter here. <laughs> and, and one other part for the quarterback. No, Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't, I don't want that storyline. Right. I am done with that storyline. The next time we talk Jimmy Garoppolo after this show, I hope is just, Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo signed with somebody else.
0: I'm trying to see more post-game comments from the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy Ward talked about the Devontae Smith play, too, Uh, again, but it's a video, so I can't read the quotes. I wonder if people – I feel like people are putting out videos because they know we read the quotes on the post-game show and they don't want us to read them out. Am I crazy? Is that me going conspiracy theory?
1: Maybe. It's possible. I don't know. It will be interesting to see. We're going to know, I think, in OTAs. I think that will be our first clue. This comment from – What's happening with the quarterback position.
0: Yeah, and we're going to have a lot of chatter before that point for sure. Diego said, We already got injury luck. It happened last week when Tony Pollard got hurt. We used that ticket already. I mean, I've seen the 49ers beat the Cowboys and Tony Pollard with no Nick Bosa and no Fred Warner for a half. So I'm not really sure I was ready to say that.
1: The offseason here is here. I'm not really ready for it. Nope. I wasn't. I was not ready for it for and a variety do... of reasons. I do think it's going to be more boring of an offseason than it has been. Cause the Niners have had some crazy off seasons. I don't think there's going to be any big draft. Whoa. What, look at what happened here. You know, it's going to be a draft like last, last year. And I, I don't think, I don't see any QB trade rumors or any of that. Are being you credible. serious? I totally I don't, disagree. I don't think they will be credible. I think somebody will throw them out there. Like we've already seen, but I don't see a Schefter Uh, Rappaport or anybody credible saying we're hearing that the teams are talking or Tom Brady is meeting with the 49ers today, or even Tom Brady's in San Francisco today.
0: Oh, I, I, we can get into that in a second. I just want to read this Edgar on Twitch. Congrats to the both of you. It's great how you're pulling this show off. I even turned off my cell phone. I feel like that sometimes, but no, we're here for you. We got to commiserate in these times, man. It's therapy session. That's That's what we're here for. We want to help you work through it. But I just
1: disagree- show is whatever you need it to be.
0: That's right. We're like Batman and Gotham City, baby. Um, No, I disagree with that point. I think it's going to be a fascinating off season. I think when you have quarterback options on the table, it's always interesting. I think we're going to have quarterback discussions. I think obviously the, the Miko Ryan situation looks. It looks like he's going to be the Texans head coach. We don't know that yet for sure, but that seemed to be where the early reports were flowing. So we're going to have the defensive coordinator conversation. We're going to have the Nick Bosa extension situation, which is definitely coming. And just the sheer amount of money that he is going to be able to extract from the 49ers. This offseason, it's
1: never boring with this team. Lovin. Haven't you learned that yet at this point? Look, I know it's bad for business to, for me to be sitting here saying, hey, it's not going to be as exciting as it was. That doesn't mean there won't be exciting things. I just don't see this team going out and spending a ton of money in free agency. Like I said, I don't see them having any huge glaring holes that they can address in the draft. I think we're not going to have the Jimmy Garoppolo saga, so it's going to be a little less than what it has been, which to me is kind of a welcome sight. I want a little more certainty. And like I said, the future is bright. Regardless of what happens, this yep. team is going to be One of the most favorite teams for the Super Bowl next year because they should have been in it this year and just got dealt a bad hand. Nathan says,
0: I needed this therapy session. It's 11 a.m. in Melbourne, and I've got to think about what could have been for the entire day. I'll say this. I do not miss the days when I was working for Pro Football Talk at NBC and the 49ers would lose the Super Bowl or lose a big game. And just knowing that you had to sit there all day and talk about it and watch the highlights and relive it, those were the days that job was very difficult.
1: Well, that in with Pro Football Talk, you were pretty much alive right after the Super Bowl. Because by the time the Super Bowl finished, That's true. you guys were getting ready to go. Yeah, we were waking up and, and driving in. Those, those were... Those were tough days. Oh, did you wake up like 3 a.m. or something like that?
0: Yep, 3 a.m. every day. LJ watching on YouTube. Thank you, Levin and Rob. The show makes me feel less miserable after a loss, especially the one today. Well, it hurts me, but because of the nature of it, again, it's not like, I don't think that the 49ers got beat. I feel like fate just right. handed them a bum hand, so to speak. They got beat by fate.
1: They got right. beat
0: by I didn't get beat the by random, the Eagles.
1: Yeah, the, the cards they were dealt were unwinnable.
0: Right, they got a 2-5. Isn't that the worst hand you can get in poker? 2-7. 2-7, there
1: you go. 2-5 can have a straight 2-7. Right. Yeah, lowest yeah. guards without the straight possibility.
0: Well, now we know why I never win at poker. <laughs> uh, this is the, quote, DG Riot. Purdy's injury made it easier to emotionally disinvest by halftime. I was still so in agree. it because, well, by halftime, yes. But when the Niners right. got the ball back with Josh Johnson right before the half, I was still thinking, like, because the score was so close – Who knows? Like anything can happen. Honestly, like the first thought that popped into my head was, Oh my God, Shanahan's going to somehow pull this off. The Niners are going to win. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be back as the starting quarterback in the Super Bowl." That is legitimately the first thing that popped into my head.
1: Yeah. That's what I was thinking in the moment. Like I still had a slumber of hope at that point, the moment he lost that fumble done emotion. The only emotion that existed for me, at that point was rage. That was all that was left. And if you go read back my Twitter, you'll see it.
0: Occam's razor. Eagles just better than the 49ers. Like, how can that be your takeaway after watching this game? Like really? You scored seven points when the game mattered when it wasn't gifted to you. And then the 49ers had their fourth string quarterback like how can you look at this game and say oh the Eagles are just better than the 49ers no doubt like you can't draw any conclusions like that based on what we just saw
1: right and by the way uh Matt Mayoko actually tweeted something about the refereeing being bad in that yeah he did you know, I responded to that saying for him to say this mm-hmm. it adds a little weight to it because he is not somebody that does that
0: Brock Purdy said he could not throw the football anything over five to 10 yards after his elbow injury. He's still feeling the pain. He said he has no idea if it's a significant injury. He's going to have an MRI tomorrow. He's got swelling in the elbow and forearm. That's why I'm saying to people, I'm saying it now. We have no idea what the quarterback situation is going to be. It buckle up. It is going to be a ride. Everything is on the table. Trey Lance now may be the presumed starter, Brock may be the starter if this is not serious and it's his job to lose. Tom Brady could be in play. Aaron Rodgers could be in play. We have no Lamar idea. Jackson.
1: Like. Uh, Lamar Jackson.
0: Lamar Jackson. I don't see that one at all. But who? I'm saying everything is on the table. He That's is, why yeah. the off season I think is going to be another wild ride.
1: I just want OTAs because OTAs <laughs> is going to be the wildest OTAs of all time because it's all going to be just like a training camp reporting. It's going to be a breakdown of who's getting how many snaps, who's first string, who's running with the first ones. Who, You know what I mean? I know they don't do that much advanced stuff in OTAs compared to training camp, but that's going to be the storyline. Assuming Purdy and Lance are both healthy by then, it's yep. going to be who's getting to be the team leader.
0: And, you know, uh, there was a, a line from the broadcast last week where it was like Brock Purdy doesn't think that he's the stopgap. Like he thinks this is his Mm -hmm. team for the future. And it's the first time he's ever said anything close to that. He's been very team guy, very uh, positive about Trey and Jimmy and everybody very much. Like I'm just a cog in this wheel. It was the first time he ever, you know, showed any interest in like, Hey, Mm -hmm. not only do I want the job, I think I deserve the job and it's my job to lose. And I don't blame him for thinking that by the way, why would he think anything different?
1: You know what actually might get uh, even more noticed uh, this offseason? Who's working out with who? Like, that's right. going to be a legitimate storyline. I thought about that uh, last week. Like, who is working out with Trey Lance and who is showing up to Purdy's workouts? Or do they do a true team thing and both Purdy and Lance show up to the same workout so that there's no having to pick sides? Because that has a potential to start a, the fracturing
0: you've you got
1: Ayuk right. over here working out with Lance and you got Debo over here working out with uh Purdy in, say, Florida or whatever, and you start getting these separate camps, even amongst the wide receivers, working out with the two quarterbacks, when they convene to training camp, you're going to have two sides. Because the guys that worked out with Purdy are going to be on Purdy's train, and the guys that worked out with Lance are going to be on Lance's train.
0: That's a great call by you. 100%. Absolutely. Or maybe Tom Brady is leading the workouts. No, but I agree. Like yeah, that
1: all- Tom Brady workout. I want to hear it. Cause they're both in Florida. That would be, that would kick the uh, hot stove into high gear.
0: Here's Brock Purdy on what he told Shanahan after his injury. I told him right there, if we run a play, I can't throw deep. It's hurting really bad. If we're going to get a completion, it has to be something short. If that's all right.
1: If that's all right. So, okay. <laughs> Shame on all of you. Cause I had multiple people post to me on Twitter Shame on all of you that were calling out this kid's, you know, gumption or whatever, saying, you know, he should be in there and all this stuff. He literally had incredible pain and couldn't throw, which, by the way, the fact that he had incredible pain worries me a lot. Because if it was just that he hit his elbow and it swelled up and so it's causing tingling in his fingers and he can't grip. Like, I've done that. I've hit my elbow hard enough to where, like, I don't have a very good grip for a day because it's swollen up. It's not that painful. You know, it's like a bruise almost. You know, it's not that painful. The fact that he has a lot of pain scares the crap out of me.
0: Think about this. like, uh, So Brock's arm is killing him. It does not function properly. He goes to the sideline to Kyle Shanahan and says, I can't throw deep. If we're going to throw, can it be something short if that's all right? <laughs> we talk about humility from Brock Purdy. You're like, yeah, dude, it's okay.
1: Your arm is broken. It feels like he's from Mayberry, if you get that <laughs> reference. You know what I mean? Think He's got that ah shucks. Yeah. He's a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Now, let me throw this one up because I had this thought too. That's what it feels like. These last four years, three NFC Championship games, one Super Bowl. They've constantly come up short. They've never quite been able to get the, over the hump. The only difference that the Eagles had is they made four straight NFC Championship games, but they still only made one Super Bowl, never got over the hump, yep. and things imploded. They didn't have a good enough quarterback shortly after those four runs. They moved on from McNabb, and things didn't go well. And Andy Reid ended up leaving town. And
0: it worked out pretty well for Andy Reid. Just throwing out. Hopefully, Kyle Shanahan doesn't yeah, have for Andy Reid. I for guess that. you could say
1: it worked out for the Eagles, too. That's true. They won one one and now they're one back. One yeah,
0: now they're back. <laughs> uh, Theron C. Don't get the hate on Brock Purdy for not going back when he couldn't throw. It's a third-string quarterback who was prepared enough to win seven straight and go to the NFC Championship thousand percent
1: he also gutted out what was that a rib injury i forget what his injury was. yeah it was was a
0: rib broken ribs and uh clinched the division in seattle on a short week and what like his third start or something like that like anybody hating on brock purdy right now is an idiot spooky kabuki fantastic handle i like how people are hating on purdy when he's one of the reasons we are in the nfc title game the offense got better when brock purdy relieved jimmy garoppolo that is not opinion that is not conjecture that is pure unadulterated fact the offense got better because of Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey I admit but it also was better because of Purdy and anybody hating on on him today is a moron
1: yeah don't get that take look that's where we're at I think we're we gotta sit and wait to see how serious Purdy's injury is mm-hmm. we gotta wait and see if uh, Lance can get healthy, if he starts progressing, if he gets out of that boot. I did notice he was walking around on the sideline with no crutches at all, but I also did see somebody tweet out that he does have a boot on.
0: Okay, so I'm just seeing this quote from Shanahan. Felix, thank you. Shanahan said he was going to throw the challenge flag after the Devontae Smith catch on the first drive, but decided not to after the replay on the scoreboard didn't show anything. Why don't the the teams in the upstairs in the booth have access to that same Hawkeye system that the NFL has access
1: to. Because they don't want them to have that advantage. How is that an advantage? That, that's to lit- both sides. that was a tough, I remember when they first came in with replay, they all started talking about how teams up in the booth get to see all the angles and the NFL, if I remember correctly, actually made a statement that the teams are not allowed to have any extra camera access. They're not allowed to have like a direct feed from the truck and pick what they're seeing or any of that. All they can do is have the broadcast on of the game and whatever the broadcast shows, it helps them. It helps them.
0: How absurd is that? You're a billion dollar industry. When you're saying, no, we want people to have less information instead of more information. That's
1: absurd. I mean, it's
0: not as bad as baseball. That's a freaking (laughs) if That's your comparison. Jeez. Yeah, I would not I wouldn't football, Colin. Okay. we better stick, than let's baseball. Let's stick to football.
1: Okay? Let's stick to football. This is still the sport that uses freaking chains on the sideline to determine what's a first down. And they broke again today. <laughs> Did you see that the chains yeah. broke? They had to delay the game and go to the backup
0: chains. Uh there was one more star more a uh, comment that I had saved. Uh where is it here? Here we go. Uh, Hakeem, the dream, Alex Smith in his career had to face Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, et cetera, to get to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts had to beat Daniel Jones and Josh Johnson. But again, that is true. And that's is that an easy road? Yes. Brady had a couple of those years, too. You play who you play and you don't have to apologize for it. And credit to the Eagles. They did what they needed to do. Good for them. They're in the Super Bowl. I'll be rooting for them to die like dogs in the Super Bowl because I never root for the team that beats my team. I just will not do it, especially when the Eagles have just won a Super Bowl fairly recently. I'll be rooting for Cincinnati, actually. It's the team I'm going to pull for, because I can't ever root for Mahomes either. But no, the Eagles do not have to apologize for this.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh go for broke Cincinnati. You know, throw them a bone. They've had it rough enough. I, I don't want to hear Mahomes, because here- here's the conversation if Mahomes wins the second one. Is he the greatest of all time? Okay. That conversation will kick the high gear.
0: Yeah, I'm not ready for that. Apparently, Nick Bosa took a cleat to the side of his leg during the yeah. punt return. Um, <laughs> he said Ouch. it was kind of a sign it would be a rough day. There's a picture of him that Matt Barrows tweeted out where he's uh, at the podium, and he's got a bandage on his leg, and it's clearly still bleeding mm-hmm. through the bandage.
1: Yeah, speaking from somebody that played soccer, and you didn't always wear uh, – The uh, shin protectors in practice and haven't gotten gotten cleated in the shin from somebody kicking. It's not fun and it hurts for days and days and you will have like the little cleat marks for days and days.
0: If you're watching on YouTube, I just showed I'm sharing the screen. I'm hoping this works. Uh, There's Bosa's bloody leg yeah yeah that's our, uh, our
1: live viewers is going to shoot through the roof you got bose's thighs up there
0: that's right blood cells baby if it bleeds <laughs> it leads that's always the uh, motto that we used to have back in journalism school
1: okay hold on i'm getting off topic here but what is this still calling it soccer yes you must be from england or somewhere else
0: <laughs> that's by the way they're the ones that came up with that term that term comes from england anyway um <laughs> So that's it for the 49ers season. We're in off season mode, which unfortunately sucks. It always will suck. But I promise you this, we're not going anywhere. We will have shows for you every single day throughout the entire 49ers off season. I don't get to take vacations. All right. So we're going to be here for you. I'm going to make webbing, you know, do some shows. We'll try it out the off season talk. Looks like uh, Steph Sanchez and Jason Aponte are going to join the network as well, do some shows for us. So almost everybody is going to come back. All right. We are not leaving you. We love this community. You guys have been awesome to me since I got laid off.
1: I promise you we're not going anywhere. I haven't even told you this, Rob. I checked my DMs today and I had like a message request. Somebody literally messaged me asking if I would start you a GoFundMe so that they could donate.
0: I, like, awesome. I
1: don't think Rob wants that, and I don't think Rob would accept the money at this point. Maybe at some point he'll get desperate enough, but at this point, I don't think he would be okay with me starting a GoFundMe.
0: Uh, I have reached that point. I have started a Patreon.
1: So Oh, well, there you go. I'll let Gold,
0: that person know. It's the Gold Standard Podcast Network Patreon if anyone does want to contribute. Uh, but again, no obligation. Times are tough for everybody. So please, please, please do not feel obligated to do it, but it does exist. Uh, If that's the route you wanted to go. Somebody asked me, Ben Richards, Vish. Yes, Vish and I are going to do a live show tomorrow on this YouTube page and my Twitch page at Stats on Fire. Also on my Facebook page at Stats on Fire. We are doing the under review show. It is happening just like normal. So that is is happening. Again, we're going to try and keep things as normal as possible all throughout the off season. So no matter what happens, we are going to be
1: here for you. How do you feel about that, Levin? Uh, Good, because I wasn't ready to quit talking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like you said, uh, we are going to be, at least for the time being, back on uh, Niners Nation. We'll be throwing the things up. Uh, don't know whether or not that will be permanent or, or what exactly the particulars will end up being on that. So stay subscribed if you are to Gold Standard Network. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe to Gold Standard Network. Be subscribed to both. Yes, There might be a point in time where it's only on one.
0: That is really what we need from everybody right now. Please subscribe to both subscribe to the Niners nation podcast feed. If you aren't already, or you unsubscribe, whatever, please subscribe there. Subscribe to the gold standard podcast feed, which is now up on Google pods. Also uh, do both for now. We're still working some things out and that's the logistics there. Got to get worked out. So just please subscribe to both. I promise you, as soon as we know for sure what is happening, we will let
1: you know, but if you could please, please, please do that. And subscribe to YouTube so you can hear more of my sexy voice on videos. Yeah, yeah. well, don't lie to people. Your sexy <laughs> voice?
0: What are you talking about? Well,
1: I mean, some of them will also have, you know, the, the face part of it. So
0: <laughs> Somebody said we need a Stats only fans. No, we don't.
1: Uh, we desperately
0: don't. No one needs that. Mrs. Stats doesn't need that.
1: Mrs. Stats got that with the ring on the finger.
0: Yeah, well. She's been regretting it for the past 14 years. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Thanks for sticking with us through all the craziness that happened at the end of this 49ers season. We I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and we appreciate it. And Levin, especially to you. Oh God.
1: I'm in the middle. giving me this ability.
0: Middle of a heartfelt thing. And Levin's just cruising through the comments looking for insults to me. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll be live right here with you tomorrow.